The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Coffee and Cream with Rodgers and Benning on Hale Varsity Radio. Back out of the break, coffee and cream in the morning on Hale Varsity Radio, powered by Currency, live from the H&H Chevrolet stage at Hale Varsity Club. He's Damon Benning, I'm Andrew Rogers, and now we're going to talk to Brandon Vogel. And since you're probably tired of seeing me, I tossed it over to him, but there he is. He's back, so I'm going to go right here. It's, it's good to have him home. I mean, this is actually his baby. <laughs> yes, it is. This guy right here. Remo- remove the club, unless you started a nightclub and it's I don't know about Hale it. Var- no, it. It should be Hale, and I used to always, you know, because we've been talking to him for years, I always used to say all Hale. Well, it, it, he originally Vogue. had Vogel here, yeah. but they made him put varsity. I get it. Yeah. I, f- I feel smarter just sitting here. <laughs> thanks for joining us. Well, thanks, thanks for having me. Um, I made it, so I grew up seven hours west of Omaha. You can still be in Nebraska seven hours west of here really um and i hadn't been back there there touching scott's bluff up there in the corner yep (laughs) yeah i hadn't been back there since 2019 i think this is the first time i've been in omaha since 2019 between pandemic and had a child in 2021 so uh good to be back very good 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 and you made the walk down from the hotel and um Nobody hit you with their car or anything. So nobody, nobody hit me with their car. It was. Uh, I've been pleased with the Nebraska weather. It's not too too cold yeah. right now. So so it's, it was a nice outdoor jaunt. Oh, yeah. But we got to get the most important thing out of the way. All bias aside, how good is the food here? Real good. It's, gotta, unbelievable. it's unbelievable. I got to have it for the first time. <laughs> Real nice. First Clark. time yesterday. Um, I'm a big fan of Cuban sandwiches, so that's what I went with. Uh, we oh, little, really? Yeah, we had a little team team lunch here yesterday. So was it, was um, the birthday boy really the one not here? Was that the celebration? <laughs> I saw JP's post on Twitter about how <laughs> one one of our staff writers was not there. Was he actually the birthday boy, or was he just making fun? Um, he was just making fun. Okay. So oh, okay. I got it. Thanks, Jacob. Well, I read way too much into and that. He has tweet. such a weird sense of humor, <laughs> yeah. and we see him a couple times a week because he and I do a pod together. So he's always here early. And I'm like, is Jacob joking or not? He has kind of that delivery yep. where you'd never really, know, <laughs> right. unless he's bashing the Suns. But uh, <laughs> let me let me ask you something. Who are Brad, the joke? Right? Uh, disappointing. Not as disappointing as your Blues. Whoa. Oh no no no! Whoa. I take that back. A smidge more disappointing than your Whoa. Blues. But nobody's as, as disappointing as the Lakers. But they had very low upside. I was almost disappointed in your Penguins last night, too. That's all right. 3-0, baby. We, we spotted NHL. them at It better be the Preds. No, no, it's not. My friend who lives in Nashville um, has season tickets to the Predators, so I do get up to about one game there. Um, I went to the Bruins games a lot oh, when I lived no. in Boston. Mm, he's one of those guys. Oh. And, and growing up. What happened in 2019? <laughs> you don't understand how that hurts my feelings. <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm, so, I'm sorry. I can't. I, I wouldn't claim that I'm a Bruins fan. TV to hell with your feelings. <laughs> I think when I, the, the time that I watched hockey the most was as a kid um, growing up in the middle of nowhere where you can just pick whatever you want. Yeah. And I was a big fan of Sports Channel Chicago. So watched a lot of Blackhawks, Dennis, Dennis Savard. Man, first he goes Bruins, now he goes Chicago. 
I take back How every nice thing I ever going? thought, man. All those eight years we got in the bank, man, it's over. Vogel, thanks for joining us today. We appreciate you. <laughs> no, let's. Uh, I want to start here. Unless you want to stick on well, it. Well, I, so I, I got to take advantage of his, philo- his, of his philosophy because you and I talked about it off air. He's and we a didn't huge re- numbers guy. And we didn't get to it on air. We teased it talking about Thompson and Jeff Sims. All these new quarterbacks in the Big Ten, right, especially in the West, everybody outside of Michigan or Minnesota, depending on how you feel about Califakonakis, because he's got plenty of starting experience, is bringing back a newbie. Is now the – is are we ripe for the pickings, or is this like, goodness – the Big Ten is officially transitioning because in a year you get two new teams. Yeah, I think I think it is a little bit ripe for the picking. And I think starting this year, you know, seeing the West, Illinois did a great job. Like, they, they played hard. They played well for really the entire season. So credit to them. But, you know, you look at Wisconsin, how they didn't have the season they wanted. Nebraska didn't have the season they needed to have. Minnesota was – I spent a lot of time, a lot of this fall, thinking Minnesota might be the best team in the West. I did too. Um and it's it's tough to fault them, but it does feel wide open. And it feels like the team that might end up winning that division next year is the one that probably hits the best with, with a transfer quarterback or a returning quarterback, I guess, in the case of Nebraska and Casey Thompson. But Wisconsin's, what, got three in now? Three. Right, yeah. Including Tanner, Tanner Mordecai, which is a pretty good get. So That's going to be a heck of a battle yeah. uh, up in oh, Madison, yeah, in especially with the new staff. How about you got McNamara in Iowa? You got Card in Purdue. Um, you have Altmaier in uh, Altmaier went to Illinois. Yep. So I mean, is is that encouraging for the offense in which the league is going to go, or do you are we taking the wait and see approach for the evolution of the Big Ten offense because it's changing rapidly? And Coach Rule threw out the stat right about teams in eleven personnel and how much more spread it is now than we really think it is in the Big Ten. Yeah, that was interesting when he, um, <clears throat> when he mentioned that. And I think there's, there's so much evolution that's going to happen, and you have the <clears throat> specter, for lack of a better term, of USC and UCLA, you know, kind of hanging over things. And it's with so much coaching change um, on that half, like it's going to be a jumble. And, you know, I think 2022 becomes – well, uh, it becomes about which of those quarterbacks kind of finds their spot and, and plays the best. But I don't know if that's going to change kind of going forward. I mean, I think we're just going to see this massive quarterback shuffle every offseason. So then if you think about that from like a long-term building standpoint, like what do you do? Um, well, every coach says they want to focus on the lines, but I think the transfer portal only ups the importance of that. You know, what I think about it, I'm not a coach, but I'm not building the program. But (laughs) if I think about, if I had to do it, that's probably where I'd start too. Well, speaking of the lines, you have Walter Rouse that is set to commit today. Nebraska on his final three. It's Iowa, Nebraska, and Oklahoma. You miss out on Mazuka. And that was one that I told DB, toyed with my emotions a little bit after his retweet of uh, Billy Kemp going to Nebraska. But, hey, that's okay, Micah. No, no hard feelings <laughs> here. Uh, but when we talk uh, Walter Rouse, how important do you think a get like that would be for this team right away? Because we saw a lot of, uh, you know, injury shakeup with the O-line last year, and it's not to say, like, that they were just completely and utterly bad. It's just that they didn't have a lot of healthy bodies out there most of the time. Yeah, I mean, experienced offensive linemen remain remain gold. I think in in the transfer portal, like the the competition for those guys is always 
always going to be high. Um, you know, the quarterbacks, you're going to find a quarterback. You're going to find some wide receiver options. But the, those linemen, when they go in, um, it, it becomes pretty tough. So Nebraska being able to add um, another experienced option there, I think it's it's big. It gives you a little bit of a of rolling start um, as they you know prepare to get ready and start spring football here um, later this, this season. Count these with me out loud. So you got Latovsky. One. Prohaska. Two. Corcoran. Three. Ben Hart. Four. Piper. Five. Norelli. Six. Ben Scott. Seven. And a potential another. And a half. All have really good conference playing experience, power five conference experience. Are you ready to say Nebraska could have depth on the offensive line? I think so. Uh, that, it sounds crazy, doesn't it? It, it does sound crazy. Yeah. I'm not, I don't even know how that happened. Unless the term depth sounds really crazy. That's why I ask out loud just to – Right. I, I mean, I think for us, you know, who, who watched every minute of that of this past season, every minute of every season leading up to it, we've seen the struggles on the O-line. And, you know, you've had some young players, particularly a tackle, playing a lot of snaps. Um it's got to matter eventually. Like you've been through kind of the fire for, for two seasons there. And I mean, the coaching staff has said, you know, they, they'd like to see those O-line numbers even a little bit higher. So maybe they are like, well, so what are we talking about? 10? Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we, we, we struggled to come up with six yeah. in the past four years. Yeah. Right? Yep. He struggled to put out enough linemen. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Denny Downer, I was, I was making a baseline point. <laughs> now I'm back in my feelings. But does it change the way Coach Rule's comments landed when he was so adamant in his delivery when he said, I'm not really buying into that narrative. We're going to have a good offensive line here. And everybody was like, has he been here? Right? Yeah. That was the that was the natural consensus. Yeah, I mean it's, <laughs> I, I, I it stopped me for a second, you know, hearing that, and you know, I'm and it so was his delivery, and then retaining Rayola, <laughs> people were like, "What?" I'm right. telling you though, the player. That's all I care mm-hmm. about. If that's what they want, I'm for it because because I, I like the guy, so yep. I'm cool with it. Yeah, that's that's one too where I you know we watched the debate. We've talked about it in various spots, but I'm kind of like, if that's what the coaches do, like it, it's the same way for me with like guys that are like, why is this guy not playing? Why you know we've got a walk on who's getting major snaps and former four star whatever isn't playing? I'm like, the coaches see everything, man, like, and I'm pretty sure they want to win, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> so, you would hope that's the goal. And I'm not saying they always played the right guy because right. even sometimes I wonder, but yep. for the most part, I think they're doing what gives them the best chance to win. Hey, no doubt. No doubt. Hey, can you stick around by chance? Are you busy? What, what do you want to play? Let him play the two I for you? I want to play two for you with V Vogue. Yeah, I want can, him to be in the mix. Can I watch? <laughs> you can watch and play. I don't, I don't think we should let Shane play. <laughs> You blast. We'll see if anybody wants Shane. 888-638-4876. Nobody does. It's a very simple Nobody game, does. but we want you to stick around if you okay. can. Okay. You got it. We might have to ask the boss. Where did right. he go? <laughs> They're around. Yeah, okay. you're here. You're here for good. <laughs> Two for you, presented by Dingman's Collision Center. Next.